Hey you, yeah you, come join our Discord. The Mixing Music Discord server is filled with tons of awesome information and people. People that can help you out and information that can help you grow your business and to help you improve your mixes. So come join us and find the invitation link at mixingmusicpodcast.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. One, two, three. Hello and welcome back to the Mix of Music Podcast. I am your host, DK, and with me, as always, is New Room Lou. Lou's Room. Lou, what? Lou's That's going to be room. like, oh, actually, you know what? I should make that for the Twitch because I'll be streaming in that room. I should actually just have like a little button that goes, Lou's Room. Yeah. With like harmonies and everything. Dude, I'll make it for you. Lose room. <laughs> um, welcome back to the Mix of Music podcast. Lou and I, we are live on Twitch right now. If you go to twitch.tv backslash DK Mixes, you can find us every Monday afternoon at 2 p.m. as we record the podcast. Um, you can also watch the podcast episodes on youtube.com backslash DK Mixes. Um, but anyway, uh, Lou, we got some new announcements. Yes. Lou was offered a space. So we've been, we have Studio A. In mm-hmm. the studio, we have Studio B in the studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was kind of working mostly out of Studio B, and A was being booked out a lot, and Lou was working out of A. I eventually kind of like, okay, I st- I hated getting kicked out of the room for like when sessions were happening. Yeah. So I like I brought my session, my studio equipment back home. So right now I'm in like a in a secondary bedroom and an extra bedroom in my apartment. And it's awesome. I have it like acoustically decked out. Speakers are dope. All right, whatever. It's really nice mixing room right here. Um, it is private. I can't. It's harder for me to invite people to the room, which we've talked about. Yeah, um, which that we'll was get actually into. a deciding factor. Yeah, uh, yeah. And and Lou now is still kind of working out of a during the downtime when there are no sessions. But as things are starting to pick up again, he's finding the same issues that I had, which is his deadlines for his mixes and his mastering is is overlapping gonna... with. Yeah. with sessions that are people are asking to book the studio for. So he has to, he's getting kicked out of his own room in order to... So anyway, so 
Someone, one, the landlord of within the same building offered us an extra room in the building. It's much smaller. It's about the size of this room, give or take a little bit. Yeah. Maybe a little bit thinner, but a little bit longer, uh, just a touch. But it's about the size of this room. Um, and she's like, it's really cheap price. We're not going to say it. Um, it's a really nice price. Like uh, it's, you want to get it? It was it almost for, an undeniable price. Yeah. And, and Lou's like, you know what? I'll take it as like a personal mixed room. So the, today's episode is about what to spend your money on. Um, when setting up a new room, when setting up a brand new room, um, things to think about. So basically, we're just going to do, uh, in Japanese, we call it mogi. In English, it's called role play. We're going to role play yes. Lou consulting with me Aww. about how to set up his room and what, what kind of things to prioritize. I'm going to ask him questions and kind of qualify what he wants. So, Lou. What is, what is my name in this role play? Lou, you are going to be... Um, Lulu, Lulu, Lulu. I'll be Lulu. Gotcha. Lulu. Okay, Lulu. Hello, Mr. Lulu. <laughs> hey, how you doing, Mr. Um, oh my gosh, this is already Daniel so Kane. This is already so corny. Daniel Kane. Okay, fine. We'll go with Daniel Kane. That's actually pretty You're badass. I'm not gonna lie to you. Daniel Kane is pretty badass. Name. Yeah. Somehow, somehow that's still you even switched out. up to C for a K. Daniel Kane with a K. Damn. Yeah. All right. Um. All right. Uh. Okay, Lulu, Mr. <laughs> Lulu San. All right. Uh. This room that you have. Yes. So we're just going to role play this and kind of like figure out how, what things to think about for your room. Pretend right? you're so, working at Guitar Center again. No. This is beyond <laughs> This is beyond the scopes of Guitar Center. Okay, I'm not trying Vintage to sell King. you product. I'm, you're, I'm like, we'll call it like a design, a studio consultant. Right? Okay, let's do that. Which is mostly your job, which is kind of hilarious yeah. that I'm doing this for you. But I want you to stop me and, you know, we'll, I mean, we'll do this I'd love to be in the client seat for once. All right. But, uh, okay, Lou, uh, you have this room now. Um how big is the room? Is it, is it, you know, kind of the dimensions? Yeah, it's a nine and a half by 14 and a half room. All right. So is, is there going to be like, do you have any neighbors? Is this going to be noisy? Are there noise limitations? Is it already soundproof? What's kind of like sound issues, noise issues, like le room sound escaping the room? Is there going to be any issues with that? So typically, no, there is four completely solid walls surrounded in concrete and everything. So noise shouldn't be an issue. There is, One side a, is a bathroom. Wall. Yes. So there shouldn't. It doesn't matter if you're making lots of noise. The other nope. side is a storage unit. No, actually, it's complete concrete as it used to be. Two buildings that were separated and oh, then okay. merged together. So soundproofing is not going to be an issue. No, the only wall that does not have concrete is the wall leading into the hallway. So typically, if they did have issues, we'd recommend doing something called building a room within a room, which is yeah. a lot more money and a lot of a hassle. And soundproofing is the most expensive and most difficult to get right. But sounds like that's not going to be an issue. Which sounds like this is a great spot. Yeah. Great spot. You should definitely consider this spot. Um, because if you can just get a room where sound escaping the room is not going to be an issue to begin with, most of your troubles are going to go away from the beginning. All Perfect. right, number two. So I got to spend less. Yeah, so that's great. Okay. Number two, what is this room going to be used for? Uh, primarily mixing and mastering. There may be a single vocal chain available for those who like to record themselves in the room. But typically speaking, this is intended for me to mix and master. So and personal stream. mixing room, streaming room, mastering room. Yes. Less, less commercial clientele. Okay, that makes sense. So we're going to want to make acoustic treatment and furniture purposes with the purpose of making one spot sound as good as possible. Yes. Right? Uh, so we're not going to need to have a vocal booth or anything like that. No. Um, are you going to be using a sub with your setup? Likely at the beginning stage, the goal is to move away from the need of that. The current monitors I have uh, just aren't very good at their low end, so I tend to rely on a sub to get a little more low end out of them. So just a sub. So just a 
just a touch of sub you're going to be using. Yeah, nothing um, crazy. So you're going to want to set up some base traps potentially. Yeah. Um, and base traps are, we've all seen the corner traps, which you actually have a bunch of on yes. hand. Dope, which is really yeah. nice to get started with. Um, we're going to want to get some base traps. The deeper the base traps go, the better, obviously. Mm-hmm. But if you have even just, even as long as you have, I would say at least, mm, I'm going to throw out a random number, like eight to 12 inches of depth from yep. corner to end is going to be a good starting point there. Also, um, uh, the most of the panels that you're going to be using around your room should be deeper as well, acting as base traps. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to use an example here. For example, the ones that I have in my room um, are four inches of insulation mm-hmm. and then two inches of air before you lay it flat against the wall. But you'll notice that my traps, mostly because I don't want to put holes in the wall, I have them leaning against the wall, standing on top of banker's boxes. Yep. That you could find at like Walmart or Target. All right, they're they're also meant to carry a lot of weight, so it's great for holding the and and I'm at, so it's actually holding. There's more air behind the insulation, so I'm getting like yeah. potentially eight to ten inches of sound acoustic treatment because they're up not against the wall, they're off of the wall, which is potentially making it better. Shout out to Vans. Yeah. So uh, wait, Vans off the wall. Off the wall. <laughs> oh, I got, <laughs> got it. I was like, Vans. <laughs> uh, anyway. We deserve a sponsorship for that one. So the boxes actually don't do anything uh, acoustically speaking. But um, so, yeah, so you're going to potentially want to get at least like six inch thick insulation or at least, like like I said, four inches with two inches of air. Air is really great for sound acoustic treatment. You know, maybe an attack wall would be an option. Attack wall? Ooh. That's an expensive option, so maybe not to start, but that'd be a great expansion. Attack wall are acoustic treatments where they're round. And they actually serve two purposes. They do have a hollow and solid element uh, involved, but they also have a reflective, more like a diffuser element and an absorptive element to it. And the cool thing is you just spin it to get a blend. Ah, there you go. There you go. So that's an option too. But as well as you're so the first thing that we're going to recommend for you before anything else, before putting anything in is... Acoustic treatment. I would say a majority of your budget should be put into acoustic treatment. But luckily in this scenario, it sounds like you have a lot of acoustic treatment. Some of them are a little bit thinner, like two inches or something like that. Some of it is a lot thicker. Yeah. And then you also have capabilities and know how to um, build your own acoustic treatment. Yes. Which is great. Building your own is always cheaper. Considering how much some of these panels are going for nowadays. Yeah, and there are services out in the area, in your local area, especially in California. There's lots of companies that will build them for you and install them for you on the spot. Oh, yeah. Um, Cool. We're going to want, so that is going to include like sidewalls and corners and uh, reflection points, as well as potentially a cloud. Yep. The cloud, I feel like, is going to be a must in this one, as there is drop tile. Ooh. Yeah. Tell me about tile. drop tile. I don't know. I don't have much experience about working around drop tile. For you. So drop tile can be a little bit difficult at first, but it's basically a lightweight material that can serve as a ceiling, which means that the ceiling is actually higher than one would think. I would actually think that it's it's actually acoustically beneficial, to be honest. It is, if you were to actually put acoustic panel tiles in the drop tile. Mm. So depending on how it sounds once the room is set up, I might try to invest in acoustic drop tiles, which you can choose uh, from companies like RLX or GIK, I believe, actually sells options as well. Uh, and there's also local companies out here in LA that have done that too. But it's essentially, think about like one-inch panels in the sizing of drop tile. That way that the frequencies can actually breathe through and it will trap it behind it. And 
it will actually create a dead ceiling. Okay, so pause the mogi, the role playing, real quick. Sure. Okay, uh, I'm back I to like loo. the word mogi. That's Japanese for role playing. It I sounds think it's like, like something a hack of out of my nose. Mogi is two syllables versus versus role play, which is okay. It's also, all basically like two yeah, syllables. <laughs> role play. Right. Unless you want to say two and a half with roll the roll. Play. <laughs> it's like uh, roll. Anyway, uh, um, so pause that for a second. Um, right. Are you actually considering doing the acoustic tile things for the ceiling? Potentially, yeah. Because the there shouldn't be any kind of connection to another room in the uh, building. Okay, that makes sense. All right, cool. Interesting. Okay, coming back into it. Um, the second thing that I would say, uh, we're assuming that you have nothing. I know that you have equipment, but we're assuming you have nothing. Yeah. The second most important thing that you would get is a computer. Like, oh, yeah. Having a computer, obviously, you need it to work. Yeah. Right? So great. You have a computer already. A great computer that runs very well, and you're just bringing it into the room because you've already owned this computer. Shout out to Bryson. Bryson Centennial Computer. Sweet. Uh, Next is monitoring. All right. Oh, yeah. After the acoustic treatment and computer, nothing else matters. You can't. It doesn't matter. Most important thing is monitors. Yep. You have a nice set of monitors, or will you be getting a new set of monitors? I'm currently working with... the ones that I just use at home for casual listening, which is the Focal Solo 6s. Ooh, do you like those? Um, I dropped the bass down three decibels. I wonder how... Okay, this is important to bring up. Each speaker sounds totally different in, each in room. every room. Yeah. Have you tried... in Where you have them right now at home, mm-hmm. in your bedroom, do you have uh, sonar work set up? You know, I actually do, but unfortunately, my current interface, the Lynx Hilo, the mastering converter interface, doesn't, doesn't have preamp. Wait, oh, so you can't... I can't uh, run the software without run, the uh, mic being connected, and I don't have a preamp on it. So You could just borrow a preamp for a second to... Yeah, exactly. I might just do like some clean... Like I'll probably pull out the true system since it's so clean yeah. and just run that. Sweet. Cool. Okay, so you yeah. have a way to get in SonarWorks. I, th- I do think that once you have the acoustics set up as much as possible to kind of flatten the curve and to help your speakers really blossom, yep. then I do think it is helpful to have something like SonarWorks to kind of take it the rest of the way there. Exactly. If you, But I'm not saying that flat frequency response is the best, but to at least be able to have control of your tunnel balance over your speakers, I think exactly. is, is very important. Um, good speakers are not defined by... This is important. Uh, Gerhard told me this, mastering engineer Gerhard, mm-hmm. and speaker builder extraordinaire, whatever. Yeah, the dude um, is insane with his designs. I might go with his four-inch monitors in the future. Yeah, like he, is, he is incredibly genius and does a lot of research with this stuff. Um, he says, when listen, the art of listening to monitors, a good monitor, don't listen for tonal balance because you can always use some sort of DSP processing to change the low end or the top end or the mid-range and different frequencies mm-hmm. to balance that out. The one thing you do want to pay attention for is more transient response. Yeah, which is absolutely. Really which is what he said. Absolutely. Because that's something that is inherently the speaker. You cannot change that with any sort of DSP, which is really interesting. But I do think, so for example, Sonarworks is a really great software to change the tonal balance of your speaker, which will help out. Um, and I do actually think, I really like the Focal line, if yeah. it's like if if it's right. The um, the, the solo tails? sixes, the transients are not bad. It's the tonal balance that I had an issue with. But it, I believe it's the same issue that we had with the Strauss in A. I do. So I think it's so I do recommend. So even with the speakers that I have in this room, which are really I nice. spent. Yeah, which are really nice. I spent a lot of time putting them into different positions. I move my desk. I move the speakers into different parts of the room. There are a couple rules when placing speakers that I think is important. First off, obviously, we've heard uh, your first point of reflection. So having acoustic panel, acoustic treatment, like 
you could put, we've seen this on YouTube if you've ever looked this up, I'm putting a mirror on the wall and from your listening position you have need a friend and your friend will drag the mirror along the wall and from your listening position, right when you can see the speakers in the mirror, that's yep. the reflection point. So you put acoustic treatment in that area, that's a really good spot. Um, uh, but another, uh, but a couple of different things um, with speaker design and p- placing speakers, uh, you don't want to do halfway and thirds. So if your room is 10 feet, then you do not want to place your speakers 3.3 feet away from any walls, either the front or the sides. And you don't want to place your speakers or your listening position in any, any well, well, it's going to be 50% in the middle of the room, long ways, right? So your, your listening position is going to be at the front of the room, long ways. You do not want your listening position and, and the sides to be longer than your back. You want to have length going behind you as much as possible for the better tone, better sound, more control. Um, and then, uh, so in this case, there's a lot of nodes and way bass cancels out. Yep. I noticed that I'm really close to the back wall and my speakers are really close to me and they're closer together. So... This is the best optimal position for my speakers with the least amount of bass cancellation on the note. The funny thing is, like, you look at a room like uh, Jesse Ray's, and uh, his room is also not massive if you look at the way he designed it. But he's using midfields, and because of that, he is not so close to his monitors. But they also are much bigger, offer a lot more SPL, but he also has massive attack walls. Like they are some of the biggest boy, uh, big boys that I've seen in a while. Yeah, so I do think that like we should definitely. This is free. We should definitely spend a lot of time placing your desk and monitors in different rooms. Yeah. Lou, do you have a lot of outboard gear that you'll be using? I will probably minimize my setup to recallable uh, gear from now on for this specific room. So as of right now, you're planning on being almost completely in the box, which I think is I still a have, really great option. I still have my Shadow Hills dual Vandegraaff, which I really Ooh, like. That you're gonna want. You can put that on top of Yeah. Then I would recommend not a big desk mm-hmm. with lots of racks, but potentially a small heavy desk. Yeah. Heavy but small desk. A simple. Um, and Something if, similar to the 1MB. Yeah, exactly. A Zayor Mac Onda 12. And, or you can buy a desk from Amazon. This is I like. This. I have one like this. Yeah, I think yeah. that's great. And honestly speaking, um, I like the clean look of this. And the smaller the surface area, the less reflections you're going to get, which is going to really, especially for mastering, I think you yeah. want the least amount of reflections possible coming off the desk. It's going to help you a lot. It's Is it hardwood floors or is it carpet? You know what? I have an idea for a desk. What's that? I'm going to use the desk I had in high school. Wait. Yeah, like the one the that just built flips in? over like this. Are you serious? Yeah, I think and I'll do that. Actually, that's not a bad idea. That's, that's going to be like, yo, classes in session, bitches. That's actually, and you just put your <laughs> mouse and keyboard on like the high school desk? Yeah, and then I just, since I use a trackball, I can just glue them in place so I can just like flip oh myself my out of the gosh. chair. Oh my gosh. That's funny. And then I'll put like my little monitor controller on it, glued on it too, like the, the 905 controller and just have it right there. <laughs> that's, actually, that's actually funny. No. Um, I also have like moving desks like this, like where my monitor is on right now. It's just like uh, I actually like really like how desk. you have your setup. Yeah, so, I was planning on doing like a dual screen, like uh, you know, I have my two twenty-seven inch screens. We have like three extra TVs in storage too, so you can just hang one of them on the. On the- oh, I was just going to keep it minimal because I want the screen as far away from the monitors as I can. Possible. Yep. Awesome. 
Yeah, I think that's great. All right, uh, let's see. What else have we, are we kind of missing? That's kind of the bulk of it. Um, other than that, it's cable management and the most important thing to the clients, as well as like, you know, for enjoying your own work as well. Lighting. Is aesthetic and lightings. Yeah. So we want to have a nice couch in that room. Yes, we do. Um, luckily, Goodwill or some other, uh, if you're new to Deseret Industries or something like that, mm-hmm. there's a lot of these places that give away couches. Craigslist, there's a lot of couches that people give away totally for free if you just wait. If you yeah. just wait, totally for free. You just need to grab a friend and pick it up. Um, a nice couch. Uh, wait for the nice ones. They're f- very few, but if you mm-hmm. if you are quick on it, if you're always searching daily, you're gonna find something pretty quick. Yeah. Um, do not add a refrigerator in the room because it'll 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 make a noise. Yeah. I mean, thankfully in the building we already have our own lobby and bathroom and everything, so I really just need the room. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I th- and this is also important. Uh, okay. In your office chair because yes. it's wooden floors. Yes. Instead of putting a rug in your listening chair, which may help the sound, it may not. Um, mm-hmm. I have it in the back for the reason. For a reason, um, there's a you, the best upgrade. It's like fifteen to thirty bucks max on Amazon. Blade wheels, roller blade wheels on your chair instead of the plastic crap that comes what? default. So look at my chair right now. I have roller blade wheels. It's silent. It's smooth. It doesn't scratch up the... This is one of the best upgrades for any sort of office chair. Okay, I'm just saying because I was planning on taking my chair out of the A room because I love that chair. I've had it for years and it seemingly has not lost its comfort. It's the weirdest, most beautiful roller thing blade in the wheels. world. Roller blade you gotta wheels send me this link chair. and I really hope it works. You can find a link for roller blade wheels at mixingmusicpodcast.com. Wait, holy shit, is it really the, there? And then the sponsors tab... You can find an Amazon link to the rollerblade wheels, I believe. Yeah. If this is not on there, I'm going to be so upset. All right. I'm going to look it up (laughs) as soon as this episode ends. But uh, it will be on there by the time this airs. How about that? Good. If it's not already on there. I'm pretty sure it's already on there. That's definitely something that I always recommend to people. Um, Yeah. So if you have issues with scratching up your wooden floors, rollerblade wheels on the blade wheels on your office chair, extremely important. I think it's like 20 bucks. Um, also, uh, minimal desk, we already said that interface, cable management is going to be important, like zip time cables and making sure that they're not seen by the client. LED lights uh, is going to be great for your personal mood, yeah. as well as for first impression when people walking in. Um, that's kind of it. That's, those are the most important things. Am I missing anything? You know, I think we forgot to talk about, uh, aside from the desk treatment and all that, um, well, is there any reason to have anything else like there is the the streaming factor setting up for all that uh it's kind of funny because a mixing room is usually pretty minimalistic oh, you're, gonna, you're gonna need to set up your internet oh yeah and if internet. you're if you're if you're the only one in there with a single computer just go straight ethernet yeah honestly the only reason that wi-fi would ever connect is for my phone and even then i usually don't like wi-fi on my phone yeah so i think you're fine yeah go straight to ethernet even now i'm using ethernet I have like a nice hmm. Ethernet cable I've, I'm hiding. What else is needed? I mean, because that's kind of it. I, would, I mean, your pops, your aesthetic. Yeah, I mean, I, a diffuser for the back wall, some absorption. Brian Hood said this: uh, a trip to IKEA will make you more money than a trip to Guitar Center. Yes. <laughs> yes. That looks nice. Yes. Very refined. Yes. Very refined. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> 
Dude, I've been saying that all week, and it's pissed off Anna at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I've, been look, I've been looking at uh, apartments all weekend, and it's it's been hilarious because I just look at like somebody's like photo that's terrible. I'm like, yes, very refined. Yeah. My, my wife and I like we watched the new season of Queer Eye together. Yeah. And uh, Bobby, the the architect, not the architect, well, the architect and interior design guy. Mm-hmm. He's the only one that works harder than everybody else. Like he's in there, like fully on, like rebuilding people's houses. And and in the last season, he built a freaking barn. And everybody else is like, I'm going to change clothes. I'm going to do your hair. And Bobby's like working his ass off. Good on Bobby, man. Yeah. Um, he's a distinguished individual. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I think, uh, and if he, there's actually the last episode of the latest season of Queer Eye is a studio. Is really? It? Yeah. He has like a little studio in his house. Um, you know how they did the acoustic treatment? Terribly. He- heavy, heavy curtains around the entire interior of the wall. You know what? I'm not going to lie. I've seen a few studios like that and I've never worked out of them, but I'm really curious to what it they, sounds it like. Does, it works. I had, there's a venue in Utah that did that. Really? It was really expensive because it was, they're like 40 foot high ceilings, 30 foot high ceilings. Well, I don't, I don't doubt that it's going to help like with diffusion and everything, but what's the tonal it's, character it's, it's of it? It's absorption. So it, it, you, you put space between the heavy curtain uh-huh. and the wall, yeah. which is air, right? Which yeah, is the air. Yeah. So you, it's actually really useful. It's just a curtain around the entire wall. So that's the only thing. It doesn't look like walls. It looks like curtains. I wonder if I should thing. try that here. Go to Ikea, buy some really heavy curtains that would go corner to corner about 15 feet. A lot, oftentimes, again, there's another Craigslist or eBay thing. You could find a lot of, find a lot of like theater curtains where they're really heavy because the 30, heavier the better. I'm not going to lie, but recently somebody did that and uh, they told me that the three places they went to, they unsuccessfully. Churches uh, also have these curtains oftentimes. Okay. Maybe if it came from a church, but apparently uh, he was looking for long, long, long free fabric curtains and all that kind of stuff. And uh, every time that he saw home theater, he's like, oh, okay, great. But it just smelled like a lot of weed. <laughs> and I was like, well, I mean, don't get me wrong. If I had a home theater and it was like fully decked out and I wanted to watch a movie and I just so happened to smoke well, weed. What's our, what's our spray stuff that we use? Uh, Ozium. Ozium. Just cover that thing in Ozium. Yeah, let just it dry like out. Just bleach it with Ozium. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be better. Yeah, that's funny. That's hilarious. I do think that. Yeah, okay. That so makes we- sense, but it's also like, oh, how unfortunate for your drive to three different places for the same result. <laughs> and and so this is another thing to consider, some extra stuff, to content to, to, uh, to talk about. Lou was talking about moving into a bigger apartment so he can have a, another extra bedroom like I do yeah. um, and versus renting out this apartment. So we were talking about how much does it cost to add it, like find an apartment with an extra bedroom than you were expecting uh, versus just getting... So we're going to find out. So the extra room... Makes the apartment cost this much more versus the an an office room is going to make the purchase this much more. I think that it's okay to pay a little bit more for an extra office room because of this specific thing. It's yes. easier to invite guests and friends and yes. other artists when you are in a commercial spot. The expectation is totally different. Artists come in with a totally different mindset. They're ready to work, and it's like it's a lot more friendly. You you will make more money if you're in a commercial spot. Yeah, and and just because you're able to bring in more people, you're not letting people walk through a house. Um, I think that it works equally as well if you are like in a garage or a separated back house in, in your house. That's okay. I think that's like 80, 90% of the way there. I still think having a commercial spot in an office space is just a better look in general. Um, but that's up to you. It, having a spare bedroom where people have to walk through your house, like people have to walk through my living room to get into this room. Um, it's harder for me to invite people in. I have to really yeah. trust them. That's something to consider. Uh, another thing to consider: parking as well. We've talked about that and how, like, parking for yourself or for other people, and how accessible that is. Especially that's an issue in LA. 
Um, what are some other things that we talk about here? Uh, um, I think it's more about like the comfort of keeping your home as home. Like uh, I talk about the idea that uh, though I do love to go home to see my fiance and things of that nature, I really do not like to work from home. It's actually a much different experience for me. Um, in fact, I get less work done from home than I do when I separate myself from my home because the funny thing is um, I actually thrive off of I want to go home. I would, yeah. I would love to go play some video games, but you know what? I really got to turn this in. I really got to hunker down and no distractions is perfect. My ADHD is zeroed out and all that. But if I'm at home, you know how close I am to my bed? Yeah. You know how easy it is Especially for me to- Especially if you're in your bedroom, which yeah. is harder. Mentally, it is a little bit harder for some people. Yeah. Like the craziest thing is that uh, for me, if nobody's around and nobody's going to tell me anything, I'm just going to sit on freaking Instagram. But- the thing that I actually do on my phone, which is why I said I probably won't put Wi-Fi for, for the room, actually just hardwire, is uh, I actually shut off the internet, the uh, cellular internet on any apps that have nothing to do with my business. So if I'm not at home or I'm not at the studio, Instagram doesn't work. I won't get a notification. Nothing will oh, work. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I've, I just said forget the timer thing because the timer thing also kind of worked against me in certain elements. But... If you try to call me on Instagram or send me a message and I'm out on the road, I have to temporarily enable the data to work. Mm. But outside of that, I have it completely shut off. So no distractions, no games. Netflix doesn't work when I'm on the go unless uh, I'm at the gym. You can do location-based data uh, Hmm. enables and all that kind of stuff. So I actually enabled the data to work while I'm at the gym. Okay, that's cool. That's yeah. that's actually really dope. So you can I think like distraction software is really really great. Yeah. Um but anyway, I think that's kind of it. Those are some thoughts to think about. Yeah. Some thoughts to think about. <laughs> I'm just saying it sounds pretty straightforward for us at this point, but I know that not for everybody it's uh is it going to be that, you know. Yeah, I think the first thing, the most important thing is picking a spot. Um, cause again, if you can skip the soundproofing bit where that's not that big of an yeah. issue, for example, like here, I don't really share a wall. The only wall that I share, cause this is my living room, the only wall or sec- my, be- my main bedroom here. Uh, the only wall that I share is my upstairs and they're not here nine to five. So I could, I work during nine to five most of the time. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, it's not a big deal at all. I think the cool thing about this spot too is, um, when you're considering a spot, one thing is soundproofing for yourself to neighbors. Another thing is neighbors to you. Because mm. uh, we've seen many times where like friends will get a rehearsal studio, right? It's cheaper. Um, they can be as loud as they want. They can bring whoever they want. But that's also true for the neighbor. Yeah. And a lot of these cheap spots also, yeah, do have a lot of sound coming in. If there's like in LA, there's a lot of these, not many in like Utah or, or most other places where there's like communities of studio offices. Yeah. And so, yeah, so a lot of these like cheaper studio offices, communities um, do not have the soundproofing between walls. I remember having to diffuse an argument between uh, one of my clients and his neighbor because my client wanted to use QSC loudspeakers. And apparently it was affecting the other neighbor so much that the other neighbor just had like event monitors. He just had six inch monitors and they, the neighbor, the, my client was being so loud. He literally had to be at about a hundred decibels constant just to overpower the bleed of the next room. And he had a whole booth in between him too, like an isolated booth. So you can imagine how loud they were being in my client's room. Um, your location, aside from yourself, also matters when it comes to who you're being surrounded by. I, I think that is super duper important. 
Um, on that note, thank you so much for sponsoring the podcast, Isotope. If you want 10% yes. off of any of your Isotope uh, items, Isotope products, go to isotope.com backslash MM podcast to get 10% off. Or uh, usually for the monthly subscription stuff, there's a seven-day trial period. If you go to isotope.com backslash MM podcast, you can get 30 days, extend that trial period for a whole another three weeks instead of seven days. So it's totally worth going to that link. Once again, that's isotope.com backslash MM podcast. Podcast. Thank you for sponsoring the show. Um, we really love their software. We talk about their software all the time. Really great, like baseline. You should, everybody should have Isotope stuff as kind of like a baseline foundational plugin set. Yes, it's a very distinguished plugin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think that's kind of it as far as like rooms and acoustic and stuff like that. If you're wanting more aesthetic stuff or some equipment stuff, go to mixingmusicpodcast.com and in the sponsors tab, I have a list of equipment recommendations. Um, go check out that equipment recommendation. Um, and again, if you use any of those Amazon links, we do get a little bit of a kickback, so it's a free way to support our channel. If you're listening on Spotify, please leave a five-star rating on our channel. That helps please. us so dang much. So I would be so happy. And uh, follow us on Twitch as well. Um, we Lou is streaming every Monday evening at 6 p.m. Oh, yeah. Typically. And, and various schedules in between as well. Um, and that's twitch.tv backslash masterbylou. And if, I'm and I stream every Monday afternoon for the podcast. So Mondays at 2 p.m. starting at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, LA oh, time. Yeah. And then Thursday and Friday mornings. Friday mornings I do mixed feedback Fridays. Actually, I might be incorporating Thursdays to become more like an online pass the ox open mic type thing. I might be doing something like that. That'll be kind of cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. But um, but anyway, uh, come check us out. Um, you, again, you can find links to all this stuff at mixingmusicpodcast.com. Um, appreciate all of your support. Happy mixing, my friends. And stay saucy. One, two, three. Is episodes once a week not enough for you? Or are you looking for more technical information from the Mixing Music Podcast? Well, guess what? Now you can. You can subscribe to our exclusive content and triple the amount of episodes that you get access to. That's right. Instead of the free once a week episodes, you get three episodes a week for only $4 a month or $40 a year. Go to mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash exclusive to get access to those episodes now. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.